Yo, what's going on? This is DJ Brainstorm of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Here dropping off a bonus episode from the fellas today. Uh, a show that we did back in November after our annual Ohio State Michigan meetup to watch the game. Uh, we had a few people here from out of town. Uh, my, homie, my homie BJ was here. Our homie MTV was here from Cali. Uh, we had a lot of friends uh, just around us that day from Cleveland. Um, and so post-show, we all decided to get together, have some drinks, and have some conversation. Now, being that yesterday was Valentine's Day, uh, we decided today would be a good day to drop this bonus episode since a lot of the episode uh, centered around conversation. Uh, this is what happens. This is what takes place when you put a lot of adults in a room, give them alcohol, and talk relationship shit. So we hope you all enjoy this show. I'll tell you now, the audio is a little raw. I didn't do a lot by way of editing the audio on this one. I'm, we're just giving it to you raw and how the conversation came out. So we hope you all enjoy it. Let us know. Give us your feedback. And as always, tune in every Sunday to the show and every Tuesday throughout the week to uh, keep in tune with the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. Peace. audio we record right now is going to be pretty raw uh, because we just hold these microphones it's going to get a lot of interference hell yeah courts. yeah but i just feel like this could be pretty pretty golden right now so dev you got a microphone for that side of the room right now um but just kind of keep in mind that every time this court hits something we can hear it just just so y'all know um i wish they was cookies cookies Go ahead. Go ahead. So, we probably gonna put the what we what we probably do is put this out as a um as a bonus episode. So, we gonna ask that everybody. It's five forty six. It's five forty six. We gonna ask that everybody kind of respect the microphone, and by that we mean that we can't talk over people who who are kind of talking on a microphone or something like that. So. That's all. That's the only rule. Kind of respect the microphone. We got one floating over there for that side of the room. Um, and so we'll get started. Who had the first topic that y'all want to discuss? What, we, what was we talking when we first came in here? We already recording? I got it going. Because oh, it's going to be raw. I'll just, right. I'll just edit. It's going to be raw. No, we was talking about that, um, that bitch. I mean, that lady. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> The fucking waitress who dogged me today, man. She, you did get dogged. I got hold out. I'm a whole ass nigga today. You are. You are. So you might have been hurt already. I look at you differently now, Dad. I really I'm, do. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not scared of you anymore. I'm not scared I, of you anymore. I hope niggas wasn't scared. But I ain't never been laughed. I ain't been laughed at like that since like high school. You know what I'm saying? Well, now nah, she told me. She told me she. I asked for three drinks. Well, my drinks was a part of a three drink order, mm-hmm. and. She only came back with two drinks. She didn't come back with mine. I said, excuse me. I was nice as fuck to the little pink hair, fake ass uh, Nicki Minaj. I'm like, listen. She did have pink hair. She did. And I'm like, listen, um, you know, I, you know, um, I, I, you left my drink. You know what I mean? I, I ordered another one. She was like, mm-hmm. um, I only got two hands and walked the fuck off on me. 
for everybody that wasn't there, <laughs> yes. Walked off on me. So and she walked off. So she in dropped the, the mic on you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, that's all I got to say. She dropped the mic. In the room right now, I forgot to, to even introduce all this. Yeah. In the room right now, of course, you got the DMST boys. Mm-hmm. This is this is post Ohio State Michigan game practice. Um, this this is this is <laughs> walk through <laughs> scrimmage scrimmage. This is post this is post ass whooping. Uh, and and the homie sitting to my immediate right is the oh, homie man. BJ who was out here from Detroit. He came out here man. to kick it with us for the game. Ohio. As a staff, said, oh. record label, and as a motherfucking crew. And if you wanna be down with the buck ass, fuck <laughs> you. Man. So I'm going to try to go uh, real quick. So to my left, of course, we have India here. She was on the show with us, I guess, about a month ago. Um, Simply Mad Productions on on Instagram. Um, Across from me, I got Titan. Him and MTV, they probably going to square up when they get in here because they're fighting for the most appearances on DMST ever. Uh, So I I know that when MTV walk in here, that's going to be something on her. But Titan's here. Uh, You said Dion? Dion and and, and Elena. Elena. Dion and Elena. 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Shit. Dion and Elena. Uh, Dion is, is is the girlfriend of BJ. Elena is the girlfriend of of, of, of Titan. What is the words? What's the words? Fuck. <laughs> we also we also have um, we also right now also have. Um, uh, one of our people that's been listening to us from the very beginning of the show, our homie Justin, like literally early days, he's been listening. So he's yeah. in the house. He's getting to see us do some of this magic uh, live and in person. Um, probably our most, um, uh, our biggest don't, don't ever be, don't commenter, be, don't be our, our biggest that, ever commenter, <laughs> Jerry. She's been on the show <laughs> twice. Twice. Yeah. Um, so she's here right now. And her cheating partner. And her cheating partner, our. <laughs> uh, uh, Every yeah. karaoke queen, yeah. Veronica's here. She's been a, a, a big person since we started flipping over to this YouTube too. Yeah. So we we are lucky. So yeah. we just about to talk post show. We just trying to see if we can get some good content. Trust me, this is going out as a bonus episode this week. So y'all better bring it. Do not be scared of the microphone. We gonna talk real quick. <laughs> yeah. Whatever y'all got in mind, let's let's. If we got controversy, let's do it. All right, this ain't really. It's controversial to me. Okay. And if people don't agree with me, it's controversial because I'm going to start knocking people off my list that I don't fuck with. Okay? <laughs> I have an issue. I have an issue with compartment plates on Thanksgiving. Oh, God. <laughs> don't you ever fucking tell me how much food I'm supposed to get. <laughs> I feel like it's control freaks. If I go over somebody's house yeah. and they got compartment plates, they're trying to tell me how much ma- I will... Triple the fuck up on macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I get five compartment plates. I want three. I want three squares of macaroni. I want two of stuffing. Don't fucking tell me how much I'm supposed to get. I get so pissed off with that shit. I unfollow people on Instagram this week. If I'm scrolling down, the niggas had compartment plates. I'm like, dude, unfollow. Fuck that. I don't fuck with you like that. So now we know how how Dev is feeling today. Hell yeah, we know how he's feeling. I was feeling some kind of way on Thursday, man. Yeah. <laughs> is there that's any is there any other pressing issues? That's about uh, it. That's about it. That's, that consumed well, right, well, me for about twenty four hours. If you want to talk about plates, I'll say this: I hate paper plates. Period. Unless you having a party, I hate when people come up like, "Man, you ain't got no paper you plates." You know what? That's because my nigga. You, you're the only nigga here. 
Stop <laughs> multiplying you by two and three. When there's four, five niggas in the house. Right. Right, right. Hey, I, I just. Breakfast, I lunch, and dinner will fuck your whole sink up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you go from an empty sink to like, goddamn, in like eight hours. Real shit. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, you, who, what was the question we were talking about when we first got here? Get the microphone. Go ahead. I was asking if you wanted to have kids. That question. Yeah, that was the question. That was the question. And he said that. He wanted to ask that one. That was the question. Yeah, that was the question. And then you said kids' relationship stuff was hard. Yeah, it's hard to find somebody that you can trust with a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't. You don't step into dating with the objective of sharing or even caring about a person. You're trying to see where you can, like, where you can kind of regain or reestablish yourself from the L's you took in the previous relationship. Mm-hmm. So you don't even come to the table thinking, well, is this person somebody that I can share my life with? Or is this person worth the type of woman that I am, me cooking and caring and being hospitable and all of those things you don't look at it as something that you can do for a person you're looking more so to find a way to figure out how can i get back all of that loss Mm. so it's hard Mm. you know and for some men like it was something on social media today where a guy asked like do women even consider how much money is being spent in dating for a guy You know what I'm saying? What about girl? We spend money just, too. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But we spend just, money too. I just want well, y'all no, to know I mean, if, if y'all think that y'all about to have an e- uh, easy conversation, this nigga BJ is about to fuck y'all up. Well, no, I mean that was a little concerning. We said you're trying to. <laughs> hold on. No, you said you're trying to get back what you lost. So you're talking I about mean, previous relationships? Yeah, like figuratively. I'm not just saying women in particular, but that's just for people in general. I should have said like men and women. But ultimately, the guy is the person who is considered to be the caterer in the opening stages. But he's broken, just like that woman that shows up on the other side of the table. So how does he get his understanding versus being the caterer and putting himself to the side? The caterer, but what time out? Uh. The, the caterer. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think like, I mean, at the end of the day, I do think we all enter into relationships with baggage. So mm-hmm. even if we like say, okay, I'm going to take some time off from dating, we do enter into it with baggage. But I think like if you're like going into it like level headed and saying, you know, I'm ready to date, I know that, you know, it might not be perfect. I mean, I think dating, like, is a hit or miss. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. So it's just, you know, are you going into it with the right intentions? And have you cleared your mind from, you know, the... Yeah, the purge is the most important part to step in, to step back into the game. You have to kind of, like, get all of that bullshit out your system. You know, the hurt, the not understanding why he or she did what... She, he or she did like you got to get all of that out your system but i think what's being promoted is everybody has baggage but i just live my life in such a way that i got enough baggage to sacrifice like not even sacrifice but i have enough baggage of my own to allow you to deal with yours and i deal with mine like i'm not going to expect for you to deal with mine either we're going to take our time be friends 
I can buy you a drink if I choose to. There's no harm, no foul. I don't want nothing from you. I just want to be nice. I want to go out on an evening for dinner, and I don't want to go by myself. If you hungry, let's go get something to eat. But this ain't no date. But you paying, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, because for most men, that is a date. Like, if a guy buy you a drink, if a guy buy you more than one drink, that's an investment. No. You know, that's an investment. That's no. like whether we whether we keep it. No, I mean, because it's like, but that's the thing. Like, it's nothing wrong with being a caterer. Like, it's nothing wrong with making sure a person is comfortable. I agree 100%. I just don't. You said the man is the caterer. Like, y'all do everything and y'all spend all y'all bread. Like, no, it's girls no. that do that, too. Yeah, it definitely is. Because you said y'all don't have no idea how much we spend trying to date y'all. You no, have no idea that's how much not, we that's spend That's not the either. necessary way I was trying to word oh, it. What okay. I'm saying oh, is the question, the question online was posed that do women ever consider how much is being invested in the dating process for a man? But do, but do men consider that, too? Like, like the investment of time, like to go on, like for a guy that goes on four dates with one woman and y'all having these conversations, y'all having a good time and she knows that she's not interested, but she'll still go anyway. But see, I don't go on dates if I'm not interested in you. That's like just, that to me, that's wasting your time and right. mine. If I like you, then we going on the but date. But that's but that's what we deal with. But then it's almost to say like when we say, "Well, we're tired of that," is almost depicted as, "Well, that's what you're supposed to do." Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, so like I, that's I agree with you because I know women who just go on dates with dudes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner just to get different meals throughout the day. Yep. But, right. But you know what I'm saying? But I ain't that person. But it's women out there like that. Right. Okay. I know y'all got y'all. Food I'm gonna talk to the Titan. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying I, I agree. I kind of I kind of agree with you, not all the way. It's okay. But at the same time, I, I do feel like some females and dudes dudes like we got the food person, we got the bed person, we got the people we gonna bring around our you know our family or whatever. That's just how I go. Okay. Um, what he was saying earlier about what you was commenting on, and <clears throat> mm, I'm gonna have to come back to that one a little bit later, but. Like I said, everybody gonna come in with baggage. That's just it. Yeah. Uh, it's uh at, after a while is, are you willing to deal with my BS right, and right. Am, I, am I willing to but deal then with too, yours? We have to also talk about like the understanding of a well, not no. Let me rewrite that because I don't want to get it twisted. But for me, I feel like some of the baggage that I have is unfair to put on somebody. Like if That's I got point. some emotional issues from my mama, my daddy. What like all of that stuff, like sometimes that stuff is unfair to put on somebody because the thing is your mama's still walking around the kitchen because you probably still live with her and you never said, mama, you hurt me. You walking around her, she out and about, y'all still having y'all Sunday dinners after church. All of these moments that y'all sharing and having this process of building and you never voiced that mom, you hurt me or dad. You hurt me or dad. I felt like you weren't there. Is that in our nature, though? In our community? Like, is so that in our, about, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of it. I think I think the person you're in a relationship with is, quote unquote, required to at least deal with or manage your baggage once you've addressed it in the proper setting. Okay. Because sometimes you can have a conversation with somebody that can be like, fuck that shit. Or you can have a conversation that still didn't do what you needed. You know what I mean? Like, 
You know what I'm saying? You can have a conversation with your father. He'd be like, man, get the fuck out of my face. Or you can have a convo and you'd be like, damn, I talked to him and it ain't really do shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the damage is already done. So at that point, that other person, if they want to fuck with you, is going to have to deal with your shit. Mm. You're going to have to. Got a comment behind you. Got a comment behind you. And I also believe that half the time, I don't want to say half the time, a lot of times you just don't know what your baggage is. Uh, Real shit. What do you mean and, by that? What, what, what do you mean by that? You know, how do you know you got you you got mommy issues until that female tell you that you got mommy issues? Like you don't be knowing you you know like until you learn how to do a little bit of that self reflection and take some time to really dig into your stuff. And at, at the same time, even when you dig in, you still looking at it from your angle. When you start to get that that outside appearance, uh, outside uh, conversations with friends, families, or, or whatever, or girlfriends or boyfriends or however it go, you may not know. I, man, I'm, I can, I'm dealing with it yesterday. I'm, I'm stubborn as shit, and a lot of times when I say stuff, I don't. Ain't nothing wrong I'm with saying. being stubborn, yeah, right? <laughs> From the most stubborn person in the room, right? right. I don't know, right. man. I don't know. We might, mm, oh, that's, but that's like why I said, you won't steal your sperm. What? <laughs> Um, that goes back to the first conversation. No, <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, we're gonna segue to the sperm after this. I apologize, I'm gonna get a little too personal, but um, uh, but no, but like you know, that was true what you said because you don't know. Like, I didn't know until I was like 22. I had issues from the stuff my mother did, you know, she would mm-hmm. leave a lot, you know what I'm saying, You're dealing with drugs, stuff like that. But whenever I would get in an argument, a real argument, if I'm over my girl house, I just pack up and go. Or she was over my house, so I start packing all her shit up and telling her to leave. But I had a real issue with that. You know what I'm saying? And then I was able to address it. Luckily, I addressed it at an early age, but I realized where the fuck that was coming from. And I was coming from a, a deep, dark-ass place. You know what I'm saying? Where, like, whenever shit got bad, I was used to motherfuckers just being like, fuck it, and bailing. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say that, um, like, one thing I do appreciate, like, about our generation, I feel like we're more aware so when I talked to my mother, like the other day, I had a conversation with my mother and we were talking about her father and I was just asking her questions like, well, did you know him? And she was like, well, no, when him and um, mama divorced, he left. And I was like, well, where did he go? Like, did you see him? Like they, I feel like they don't talk about issues. Like they don't talk about the it stuff was just, that they- It was just it, yeah. 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 Right. That's, that's, that's like my mom. My, my mom has never known her father. Like we could we could be walking down the street any given day of the week, and we could be walking past my grandfather and her father, but she never has ever spoke about it on yeah. any degree or any level about the fact that she's never known her father at all. And, so I, I so I agree. I think, I think, yeah. Oh, just a quick deep breath. no, I was just gonna say that I also feel like. We, we were taught never to question anything growing up. So right, there right. was never an opportunity to, uh, opportunity to address the issues. And then even today, it's, it's really hard to bring things up because therapy and kind of like addressing issues is still kind of like frowned upon in mm-hmm. our families. So part of it isn't always like knowing your issues, but being able to talk to like your family about, you know, how things you you had issues you had growing up how it impacts you today like you you just can't talk about it yeah. i know like I, my mom is very they're like they have strong opinions about things so i don't even say anything i just let them say what they're gonna say and mm-hmm. just move on with life because it's easier you just get through it it's through easier for me as long as i know like what's right and wrong i don't really have to find peace in the fact that my mom knows like things are right, right. or wrong but, but can we agree that to some degree with our elders a lot of what they do 
um, as far as just like saying things outwardly has a lot to do with our emotions and self-esteem as adults today. Because like my grandfather um, figuratively would call you stupid and he's he's definitely playing when he's saying it. But the thing was, is that you're so used to hearing him say, boy, you're stupid when you actually did something. You didn't want to admit the truth. And so now you're kind of like holding certain things in because you've been called stupid for so long. You have um, so many women who have certain names that they prefer not to be called. And and even our groups that we are friends or like sisters and those type of things, they call you those names within your sister circle. You don't realize that that those things with without them having the malice or the intent behind it still may carry some kind of effect on you in the end. So in certain instances where we say like our grandparents just didn't deal with things, shouldn't we speak to them in a way to tell them you've hurt me? You've put me in this position to where I have to defend the feelings that are constantly being hurt. I okay. think we should uh, bring it to their attention, but I do think that some people are just so set in their ways. Just don't that, expect the change. That I even if you bring it to them, like don't expect them to see it the way that you want them to see it. Right. As long as you know that what they're doing is wrong and you don't continue like the negative energy or calling right, names right. or whatever yeah. the, the whatever the issue may be, as long as you can stop the stop it right there and like when you have kids or when you're in a relationship, you can learn from that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, I, I was gonna say like what you said like you, you feel like that you shouldn't go to them because hold it let you get in there okay um well i agree with you like you should tell them even if like me my mother is set in her ways for sure like and i have mom and dad issues you know um but i tell them both how i feel and i don't care if my mom is whether she do anything about it to change it i got it off my chest and it helps me grow you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you need that growth. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to say stuff to certain people so you can grow and move forward. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's like, it's easy to say, like, well, I'm going to cut it off. But most of the time, what you're doing is you're burying it deep down inside. And it's, it's going to take one day for something to happen. And then it's going to trigger and it's going to come right back up. You know what I'm saying? And I, I know that's definitely something I need to work on because, like, I, like, have a real open relationship, like, with my cousin. Like, we talk about everything and we talk about, like, the women in our family being that certain type of way. But um, when it comes to my mother, like, it still feels weird. Like, it's weird because I'm trying to break the mold. So when I'm with my son, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I love you and I'm being like open and expressive with him because I want him to feel open enough to talk to me. But I'm still not like that with my mother. And it's still hard to have that conversation. Like, I could probably count on one hand, like how many times she said, like, I love you. And and she's just like she's just that type of person whatever but so i make sure that i'm the complete opposite so it's like i'm aware but i'm still not trying to fix it with her i'm more so trying to fix it with my son and carrying it on downwards which i don't think that's probably the right way to go about it but go ahead playboy oh oh sorry she just um, like I don't, I don't care, nigga. Give Sorry. me the microphone. <laughs> no, 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 because I experienced that, though. Like, well, I, like, as a kid, like, I never got, like, hugs or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't remember anybody telling me I love me or play with me or anything. So, like, I have issues with, like, I can give you love all day, but it's hard for me to receive it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I just had to like one day I told my mother I love her, but now I make sure it's a habit. You know what I'm saying? So now she's used to me hearing it. So she says it back like I love you or stuff like that. Like you just got to be the one to, you know what I'm saying? Make that connection because clearly she's not going to be. You know what I'm saying? And that's what my parents, it's, you know what I'm saying? Is that all overrated though? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I think we need it, but I'm like a lot of y'all where it's like I grew up in a home where like I can't, I don't know how many times my somebody said I love you growing up or anything like that. Like I don't Personally, but myself. you know what? So, to be a hundred percent, so is it overrated? Honest? Oh, do we do we need it? And, and, we ju- and we and we just and we just it's underrated. Throw it to the side. Yeah, it's, it's underrated. underrated. Okay. You need that. Though. You need that. Like when I tell y'all, like okay, should be next. Should be next. Just how like just like in this setting where we come together. Like if I leave and I hug Playboy, Playboy mm-hmm. gonna say I love you, bro. Mm-hmm. What if I leave this man and I didn't tell him I love him and he left here today? God forbid. You gonna regret not sharing. You're right. That capsule of emotion right. with your brother. So, like, sometimes we so comfortable in just being these hard shells that we don't even fathom being cracked open for somebody to put the deposit in us. You're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Alana, right? Elena. Elena. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, she put some respect on her name. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think you either break the cycle or you repeat the cycle. And Facts. I definitely think that it's not overrated it's definitely underrated right mm-hmm. perfect example my son and i he's 20 he'll be 21 soon but she gotta hold that microphone since, you gotta hold that microphone up oh, i'm sorry ever since he was younger i told him i don't care how mad you are at me when we leave when we depart you're gonna give me a hug and you're gonna tell me i love you and you're gonna kiss me because you don't know when i drop you off that's the last time that we ever see each other mm-hmm. so it's been times where he's i've dropped him off at school and he'll give me this i love you and get out the car but i don't care you're gonna do it because that might be the last time you tell me mm-hmm. so i definitely think it's important because there are relationships that you have mommy issues and daddy issues and it affects your relationships going forward. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that it's important to have a mommy and daddy good relationship. Okay. So why is it easier for us to sit here in this setting? Like literally there are people in this room that had just met each other today. Even if y'all talk in the, in our feed, when we doing the show, it don't matter. There's people in this room that have just met for the first time today. And we're having a, a, a real ass conversation right now about some real ass shit. So why is it easier for us to sit here in this setting right now and do it than it is for us to sit there like we were just talking about with our parents and say, hey, mm-hmm. you hurt me when you didn't do this or or anything. Like, why do y'all think that's a little easier it, for that to happen? My bad. If I could, no, when you deal with, you know, I always, I don't want to get too off into my work stuff. But that's why a lot of times when you, because we don't want to address it as mental health, but it's post-traumatic stress, but we don't really want to get into it, the stages to it, but it's PTSD. When you don't get hugged and loved, that yes. shit affects you. Yes. Right. So when you're dealing right. with matters of mental health, it's a lot easier to address them in a group setting. It always is, because you begin to bounce the ideas and you, the the realization that you're not alone is real, because especially in a relationship, is where it's the worst, because God forbid you and your partner on the two different sides of the fence, you feel like you alone like a motherfucker. Don't nobody else in the world understand where the fuck you coming from. Mm. So it gets even intensified in relationships. <laughs> but and in I group settings, so. you're allowed to like- Make sure you hop in here, please. Feel, yeah. Pass it over to him. But I think too, Gee. it has a lot to do with um, being in control of how vulnerable you are too. See, like in this group setting, I can control how vulnerable I am with these group of people. Where when you with your mama or your daddy, they gonna pull some shit out of you that you probably wasn't even trying to address. You wanted to talk about the surface 
and they wanted to dig a little bit deeper. So you can't control how much emotion is going to be exchanged. Is this person going to get mad about my honest and true feelings? And even as parents, they think that because they did their best, you were raised right. You know what I'm saying? Like, And in some instances, there are some things that may have been their best and they might have done the absolute best job possible, but it crippled you emotionally or it sets you back in your feelings and you might have to address it. And they might be like, well, who the hell are you to tell me? Right. I brought you into this world. So it's like you can't, you can't really control that vulnerability with them as you can in these group settings too. That's true. So. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Playboy. Go ahead, Playboy. <laughs> Niggas. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean, forget all that. All that. All that. No, 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 no. I, I guess I, I want to get into the, the aspect as far as um generational love, uh, meaning personal example. I have a five-year-old son. My father was a military man, Mine so too. I can't ever remember my father hugging me. I can't ever remember my father telling me he loved me. I Never, but I knew he loved me. Yeah. But just being real, at times, I now I hug my, my son but I feel like I don't do it as much as I should. And I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to treat him like my father treated me sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just stern. Like, no, boy, you're not supposed to do that. No. Come on. You know, I mean, like, I never find, oh, come here. You know, I never find myself doing it. And it's not because I don't love him. I'm just trying to figure out, is it PTSD? Mm -hmm. Is yeah. it just, you know, because I do everything I'm supposed to do as a father. I mean, don't get me wrong. And it's times that I hug and kiss him or whatever. But... It, this this other aspect of it. Why is it that um, fathers tend to be harder on their sons, but treat their daughters like little princesses? And why do mamas have treat their boys a certain way? You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. I'm just I'm just asking. I'm just posing the question. Like, mm. somebody want to address it? Somebody want to address? It? Pass the microphone. Pass the microphone. When I, but before I answer the question, I did want to just follow up on what yeah. you were saying because, like, uh, I remember it was a few years back. I was like, I still lived in Vegas at the time, and I went to this uh, church. It was actually a white church, but this white pastor was real dope, and it was on a Father's Day service, and the, uh, the pastor was preaching on how important it is to verbally say "I love you" to your child. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, my father never said "I love you." He never said those words. But just like what you were saying. I knew for a 1,000% fact that he loved me because he showed it. Like, his actions spoke louder than the words. And I remember calling him when I got out of the service, and I was telling him about the 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 the, the word that the pastor had spoke on, and he kind of was breaking down a little bit, like, feeling like he failed me. I was like, no, no, no. Like, you you was at everything, every single C. I'm going to cut you off. No, go ahead, go. But getting back to what I was saying, I'm at Layton's at every school at function. everything, yeah. My father was the only one that came to all my games, what all my track meets. It's almost like that. Nigga, my seventh grade year, eighth grade year at Kirk Middle School, a championship game against Minner, you know, Minner, you know, school or whatever. It was my father and all his niggas off page. <laughs> like real talk. That was the only motherfuckers there. Real like real talk. But you know what? They was drunk as fucking high as a motherfucker. But you know hey, what? And clap and clapping you know, you louder and seen? yelling louder when than I, when everybody. I run back for, when I run back for an interception, you know what I seen? My daddy pointing at my daddy pointing at me like, that's my son. That's how he showed me he loved me. 100%. Right. He didn't necessarily right. show it in a way as right. far as everyday hugging. I got to pause you know real saying? quick. 
Playboy is the king of I'm about to drop a tear in this motherfucker. Hey, man, God damn know. it. And, and, and fight that motherfucker and back. Fight, oh, and my fight God. That oh my back. God. Oh my God. This nigga will fight a tear like Denzel in glory. God right. damn. This motherfucker here. No, I mean, but I'm saying, but I see it though. Like, right. that's how he showed me he loved me. Just and like Co- just like Coach Miles, one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the thing too. That like uh, like like our ge- our generation of <laughs> <laughs> it's something about MTV that get me emotional. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like every time you know I'm what I'm a saying. Virgo. You know what I'm saying? That shit come out. But well, now, nah, but, but all bullshit aside, though, our generation of fathers weren't taught the sensitive side and the and the verbals. Like you know what I'm saying? Like our fathers didn't know that you're supposed to say I love you and be like coddling and like to answer the question almost. Like our fathers didn't. One hundred percent. Like our fathers thought that, like showing any type of emotion was like, like a like a sign of weakness. One hundred percent. So like like we're starting to learn that now that it's okay to like have some emotion. It's okay to drop a tear. It's okay to say I love you. Like these like uh like like BJ said something a second ago. He was like, if I get off the phone with Playboy Jam, I say I love you, my nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all ever noticed it or not. I never say goodbye. I don't say goodbye to none of y'all. Anytime I'm on the phone, I'm gonna talk to you soon. Yeah. Love right. you, my nigga. Right, right. you know shit. what I'm saying. I say that to each and every one of y'all. I don't know if y'all right. ever noticed mm-hmm. it or not, but like, I don't say goodbye. I say I, I will talk to you soon. Right, love you, my nigga. Right, I don't mind telling you niggas I love you because right. I love you niggas 100. percent right. And like, we're just now realizing that that's okay to have that. Right, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like our generations above us, even us when we was youngest, we couldn't say that shit. Yeah, nah, we could. get beat right. the fuck up. Right, right. You know what I, I'm I mean, to, a, to, to this day, to me, it feels odd when. Somebody says I love you to me outside of somebody I'm dating or somebody like that or whatever, just because it's just like I grew up in a home. I got I got two brothers, you know, my, my mother and father. At home. I tell people all the time that my mom didn't stand a chance because there was so much testosterone in the, in the house or whatever, you know, but we didn't grow up saying a bunch of I love you sister that like I bro, I, I I I'm hard pressed to find a time in my life that I can be like, all right, my father said I love you. I am hard pressed, you know, now yeah. I'm like, y'all, though, I know he did. I, right. I look, I'm I'm like you know, I'm the old school thing where it's like all right, well the bills is paid or stuff or whatever you know you got clothes and shit nigga I love you you know what I'm saying but to hear him say it though yeah but like, to some degree to hear him say it though yeah nah. but to some degree even in that example that you gave I realized that that was the equivalent for love for those who were struggling to feel it Real because shit. in most cases that's responsibility mm. that's not necessarily mm. love like the thing with my father. Because my father was a military man, too. And he didn't say, I love you. He didn't say, like, anything emotional. But the at the extent of his emotions, when he's angry, his tear ducts would water up. He on fire. And he's a dark-skinned man. Right. So that So what you trying to say? Line, what you trying to say, BJ? Oh, no. <laughs> dark-skinned niggas nigga was crying, about nigga. to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you saying, my nigga? <laughs> they get crying and shit, nigga. So, like, when you would see... Like you were actually we thought it was light skin niggas the whole time because of that old state shit. I know what it is. <laughs> but nah, nah real talk. But like for him to be a dark skinned man, you would see the red right. in his face. And anytime that it would make it would, as a kid, it used to make me feel like I hurt my dad because I almost made him cry because he was so insistent upon me being a tough boy. You don't you don't back down from nothing. And his his thing was. Never say you can't. The only thing that you can't do is be a failure. Right. So anytime I felt like I failed him and his eyes would water up, I felt like I hurt him. And it would hurt me to the core. Not right. realizing that he don't really have an outlet for some of this anger. And maybe he taking this shit out on me. That's a good point. Because 
like real talk. Like this is real. T- and this is what I personally struggle with. Because the flip side of this, because he didn't tell me, it's times that I struggle through my adulthood. Um, I struggle with regretting whether or not I made my father proud. Right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's times I'll be sitting back, even to the point where, nigga, I thought about this like last week. I was like, damn, I wish I would have went to the military. My father's a Marine. He used to always say, I want you to be a Marine, but I never was a Marine. Just like last week, I was sitting like, damn, I wish I would have went and been a Marine so I could have walked in that house and been like, and seen the tears. That's when I would have seen my father cry because right. the things that mattered or was important to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I struggle at different times. It's I like, man, it. I got a you question. I mean? uh, all right, go ahead, Ryan, because I got a, I got a question. Go ahead. No, go, no, go. No, go. so I can relate to that too, man. So I, I remember, and it's a little. I got one for the ladies. A messed I got a up question. situation, but yeah. like I said, my dad, my dad ended up leaving, like when I was a little bit earlier, like twelve or whatever. So <clears throat> I remember, like you, you, James, you know how we used to yeah. get down on that basketball. Court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't, people don't respect me. Say, <laughs> <laughs> but so. You know, and I just remember. <laughs> they don't understand what we went through, man. That, right. was, that was us back in the day. But I right. remember, you know, I'm I'm in Chicago because that's where my dad was staying. So I visit, and they was having like a little church function. And if everybody don't know, I grew up a Jehovah Witness. So I'm, right. I'm everybody looking at me like I'm crazy and just, you know, kind of pushing me off to the side. And they wanted to play ball. So I'm like, man, let's, let's get it in, man. This is right. what I do. And when I'm there, I'm looking at my dad, and my dad like, hey, just let you know, like these boys be playing. I'm like, man, I, what, what you talking about? Like, I'm, baby, I'm DC, baby. Like, shoot, you live further in the hood than I did. And he, man, it was going back and forth, like, and I'm like, man, my own dad ain't got faith in me against these clown. Ass. And that's how I'm looking at it, because you know how we go out of town, right? Right. right. So when I, when we got on that court, and he like, oh. oh. My, my son could play a little bit, and it right, was right, just right. like I say. You may not have been around, but you mm-hmm. want that automatic. You do, you do. That that instant gratification. You want yeah, that yeah, Levar yeah. Ball to a certain yeah, degree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like that man showed that he supported his kid. Yeah. And okay. I just right. remember that the but, biggest thing about that. Right. At the very end of that, he just came over there. He just gave me a hug. He was like, "Oh, your brother taught you well." I was like, "He did," but at the same time, shout like, out to man, E. I, I put my own work in. Go ahead. Shout out to E. But yeah. no, he, he did. He did come back around with it, like you know. Yeah. I, you know, I was just proud to see you out there doing your thing. And I'm like, man, right. that's all you had to say, nigga. Shit. Like, okay. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got a, Okay, so I got a question for uh, kind of more geared towards the ladies in the room, where it's okay. So for the better part, I guess of this last 20 minutes or so, a lot of us guys have been talking about. It's it's pretty much been like very vulnerable with some feelings or whatever. So for the ladies in the room, is that (laughs) fuck that? We no, we talking. Fuck down, nigga, nigga. I want you to open up. (laughs) 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 Number one way to get (laughs) yo. Let's see, let's see. Y'all hold microphones to DMST. Let's see, man. So if y'all y'all seeing men actually talk and be vulnerable or whatever. Is that appealing to y'all? Is that not appealing? I mean, how does that work for women these days? Because you can see women all day long that talk about. Uh, uh, no, go ahead. No, you about to go. Um, I, I mean, just, you just give me a question. You finished? Uh, I yeah, yeah. Know it's real quick. Did my tears work for anybody in the room? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Damn. <laughs> I don't think you it worked. Almost had, <laughs> <laughs> almost had it. You almost had it. So you saying? No, I mean like, um, you know, men being sensitive, vulnerable, showing their feelings, things like that. Like, how does that work for 
women these days because you know it's a man has to be a man mm-hmm. he has to be tough he has to be strong i think that's one of the biggest things that gets confused in relationships these days because men always feel this need to be that man and always be that guy and be that everything that provider that rock or whatever that you never get taught that it's actually okay sometimes to actually be sensitive and be vulnerable and and that something uh may affect you so that's what i'm asking the women in the room like how does it affect y'all to hear men actually talking about something that happened to them and feelings and being vulnerable i see a hand going up make sure so so we got we got we got one two and three of them let's go with it um actually i'm okay with the man being vulnerable that to me that's the only way that i'm going to know you inside and out if you can open up to me and let me know exactly what's going on i mean we all have issues we all have backgrounds and things that that actually make us the people that we are today so if i can understand the way that you are or your past then i'm okay with you being open now when you're shut down and i can't understand your language or can't pull certain things out of you this is where we get all these complications because it's always trying to push strings out of whatever or discovering new things or why you're not sensitive or why you you know why you hold things back it could be something family related or something that happened in your past or whatever the case may be and it, it i feel like it definitely do put a strain on your relationship okay I agree with her. I was gonna say shout out to all of y'all that opened up in here because that's dope. No, for real though, because it's it's a lot of men who don't do that and they do shut down. Like you said, a man should be tough. Like me, I like a man who could be vulnerable and talk to me. But you could be tough in the streets. But when you at home with me, like I need you to be able to communicate and tell me how you feel. Because if you some way because of your mother, I don't know that, so I may do something that affects you. And that's a trigger. You know what I'm saying? And if I keep doing it, how do I know not to do it? You know what I'm saying? If you don't open sure. up and you don't tell me and things like that because i feel like everybody has triggers i have triggers you know what i'm saying so you never know so i appreciate like all y'all who could you know say how you feel cry whatever it's okay it's good yeah just to um piggyback off both what what the lady said um one thing you have to understand is that women we are emotional we no. Nigga, we ain't got to record no more. Life is life is. That was a word. That was a word. I wasn't ready for it. That was a word. No. No, but I I said that. I said that because we are so emotional that we want the men to be just as emotional. And like she said, balance. I'm saying balance. But when I say as emotional, like you said, opening up and with me while we're in a relationship, open up to me. Is it just as I'm being emotional to you and I'm able to talk to you about things that I've gone through in my past or whatever. I want my man to do the same thing. Be just as vulnerable. Like she said, in the street, you could be a thug. You could be hardcore. You, you know, can be solid rock with your, with your niggas. But when it comes to the woman that's in your life, we want you to be a little bit more open. We want you to talk. And it can, like she said, cause problems in a relationship if we, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong in your face? Of course, that's nagging you. You mad, you getting irritated. We just want you to talk. We just want you to communicate. 
Talk to me. Okay. You got something, BJ? Let me, let me, like you, uh, okay. No, oh, go. You got, can, go. Can I, let, me, let me just answer that. Yeah. Real quick. I'm about to start the part up and leave because I'm going to come back later. I got to go. <laughs> so, you're welcome. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought that bitch out. Tossing the wing and the yeah. skillet real quick. Like, ah, you know what I'm saying? The thing is, this is real shit. We just had one, two, three, four. I kind of opened up. Four niggas opened up. We probably not gonna open up again <laughs> till like June. You know what I'm saying? That's how niggas is. If we tell you once that my daddy didn't really, you know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, we expect you to our, remember that our, shit. We're overly rational. As much as y'all are, as much we we overanalyze. It's like it's like paralysis by analysis. We do. It fucks us up sometimes, but we overanalyze. So we think once we tell you, you should know, and then I shouldn't have to tell you again. But then you want to process my feelings with me again next Thursday. And I'm like, nigga, I just talked to you on Saturday about this shit. <laughs> I know, but we done. But we done. Come holler at me when, when we jump forward with the time and shit. Come holler at me the Sunday after. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, was you about to jump in, BJ? No, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to I'm I'm answer the flip side of that coin because I'm a little bit different than that. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and I also want to respond to you, too. Like you were saying, like you can be tough on this side and, like, and, and the house be... How you? I feel like manhood. We shouldn't have to like differentiate between being like. I feel like being a man is being open, and being a man is being sensitive. I'm not saying being overly sensitive. Look at you! Shout out to you! Shout out! I mean, but I'm saying like, why, 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 why is why is it unmanly to be open and sensitive to like what your women need? You know what I mean? Because I don't think there's two different things. Because but society tells you that's what it is. Now you're not you're not wrong, but society tells you. And I'm saying we need to get to a point where we can understand the fact that we can be men and be sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. We can be men and communicate. Yeah. We can be men and not wait till June to give you some more shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like, because I'm, I believe, in my opinion, I believe the two most important factors in any relationship is communication and honesty. You know True. what I'm saying? True. And if you can't communicate, then why the fuck is we here? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why these are two different things. Like, like being a man, like and communication is two different things. Like being being open is two different things. I think we need to get to a point where we can merge this shit and understand. And I know BJ got some good shit to follow up on it because BJ about to get <laughs> BJ about to drop the mic in this bitch. BJ right, been so. silent for like ten minutes, so, so I know he got something. Let me tell you why he about to drop the mic. Nah, nah. Sir, sir in the red shirt. What's your name? MTV. MTV. TV. She says, sir. Wait, my my name is MTV, aka the most featured guest in DMST motherfucking history, nigga. Did I tell y'all, nigga? Did I tell you? I when, told y'all. When is your birthday? I told y'all. Okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. Let's bring it in. Let's bring it in. Let's bring it in. What are you doing? Are we paused? Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. The M in DMS. And I will always love you. No, it's not pause. It's not pause. No. Nah. Oh my God. 
All right, so where was we at? Somebody was about to say something. Well, you asked the birthday. Oh, I, I want to know his zodiac sign. Yeah, I'm a okay. Yeah. Very I like okay. Okay. Four. Okay, so I I I'm guess I'm guessing. When your birthday? What's your name? She is big on birthdays. You a cancer? No oh, right. You a water sign? All right, water sign. Shout out to y'all. All right. I'm a Pisces. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. All right. Let's let's do this real quick since. We are about 45 minutes into into recording this, so. It is shit. a lot of water. Shout out to them water signs. Hey. I ain't even got to say that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know. We got, we got, we, mm. I mean, we got about 45 minutes into recording, so, you know. So now we, we're going to talk about you selling your sperm or no? Why would I sell my sperm, though? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, well, can I comment on what MTV said? Hey, thank you. Thank you. Let him have his money. Okay. So, um. MTV, you were saying about, like, why can't we, like, communicate and be open? So I think I have an issue. Um, I always say I have an issue or that's concerning. Um, I always talk about this when I talk about relationships because I feel like people are real quick to say, okay, let's communicate and be open with each other. But at the end of the day, I don't think people can really – when I say people, I'm talking about guys – I don't think <laughs> I don't think guys can I don't think guys can handle open communication. I think you guys are There we go. There we go. Why is MTV the only person with a mug in this mug? You got my CNN CNN mug. Yeah. Go ahead. I told him But go ahead. Go ahead, so Veronica. I think um, a lot of guys, they want to say, like, okay, let's have open communication and let's be open and honest with each other. But I think they anticipate how a female is going to handle. Of course. When they, so they're not really being open and honest because you can't anticipate how we're going to deal with something. Of course, our first reaction is probably going to be negative. But you have to give us a chance, and I don't think guys do. I don't agree with that. All right, which one? Um, BJ or uh, MTV? Which one? Which one you want? Well, go ahead, go ahead, B. Go ahead, well, B. What I, I mean, as far as what she's saying about guys not giving a chance, I don't think that that's really the narrative. What I think is a lot of times, and maybe this is not your fault, the way in which but maybe I handle it is. women, the way in which I choose to handle women who have a story or an issue and they have something that they want to express the perfect thing for a man to do is ask her questions about what she said. Like, that's the way that you communicate that you actually care. because And, and, and ask those questions with the intent to understand. Man, right. Because the thing is, when a woman is speaking and she's telling her story, and you as a guy just sit there and say, oh, that's messed up. Right. You not really giving her anything, like no hope, no no idea of like there being a possibility that she may get through it, that you're going to support her through it. Ask her the questions like, well, what do you intend for us to do about this since you're sharing this with me? Like, what is it that you want for me to understand when it comes to this thing that you're sharing with me? You have to like talk with them in this process. And I think that that makes the most difference because what it sounds like for men and women is that we're just telling each other what we've been through. Nobody's asking, how can I help you through it? You know what I'm saying? Nobody's asking, like, what does me being here for you 
do for you in talking about this? Why did why do I make you this comfortable? Because you have to understand that sometimes you can take advantage of a person in their comfort zone. Ask them questions, you know what I'm saying? And that probably will increase the communication because sometimes a person is just talking because they stuck on that shit. And and, and I'm, I'm going to hand it right to you. But And also, too, like, a lot of times, I'm sorry for that, but a lot of times it's not that we can't handle it. It's It could be possible that something, like, we've, we may have opened up before you and got shitted on. You know what I'm saying? Real so shit. like That's real talk. Right. So, like, it's not... It, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it, it's not so much that we don't have the ability to handle it. It's we might not be able to handle your negative reaction. And you already said that it's a very good chance that you're going to initially respond negatively. And I feel like, and, and this is just my opinion. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. But in my opinion, I feel like if you have an open mind and listen to what is being said, he's going to be more apt to open up to you in the future. In my opinion, I feel like you should always assume positive intent. Even if a nigga say some fucked up shit, assume that he meant that fucked up shit in the right way and you might not necessarily understand his language because we do speak different languages. Men and women speak different languages and we gotta get it to a point where we can understand one another and we don't attempt to understand one another. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's on both sides. I'm not saying it's on your side. I'm not saying it's on our side. It's on both sides. Because you even said, like, most likely I'll respond negatively. And if you respond negatively to me, my nigga, I don't want to keep, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, why am I keep? I see you in June. Like, Dev said, like, I done opened up to but you, you just already. Said, you, you know what I'm saying? You just so, said something key, though, MTV. Yeah, 100%. The this ain't even a man or a woman thing. The majority of people in general don't listen to listen. They listen to respond. But you know what, too? When you say that, when you say that, we have to, men got to own this shit too. Yeah. Because a lot of niggas will listen to be a savior to that person. Like you want to say in the end that look where I bought you from. Like cut that bullshit out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like listen to be sensitive to what she's saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that makes the difference because I used to be that nigga. Like, man, I tried to be there for you. Look at all of the stuff that I sacrificed to. And that's not even what she needed. She just needed you to listen. Right. That but was it. Also, on the flip side to that, on the opposite side, when you are venting to someone or expressing yourself being vulnerable, you can't expect, or I say, you can't rely on them to be your savior either. Because that's unnecessary pressure to put on somebody else. To right. say, well, I was open with you. I was vulnerable to you. I expressed to you how I felt. And you didn't respond the way I wanted you. Yeah, or you were supposed to fix it. And that's putting pressure on your partner when it's not their job. It's not their job to fix what is messed up within you. Yes, they can help. They can be your partner. They can be there to help you and help you heal. But don't the put that pressure on that person. Oh, they, there you go. Good points. Great. Good points. Um, I got a question. Come on, Playboy. This is this. completely off the subject. Come on, Playboy. You know I'm feeling some type of way now. This is just completely off the subject. This this on this. Hey, look, you already see what's about to go down. So <laughs> it, it, at least they all been brown. It's, 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 it's a dumb question, but it's just in general. I, I just want the real answer. Why would dudes look at y'all and they think that y'all cute? Or think y'all pretty or whatever, y'all get an attitude. Tell me what y'all think about that man. What's the what's the real answer? Do y'all do y'all are y'all not like attracted to them? 
you know, say a dude come up to me like, damn, baby, what's up? Yeah. I'm about to say like, there could be there could be four different answers to that. What if a dude? There could be there could be four different answers. It could be she having a bad day. Pass the microphone to one of the ladies. She been that twelve times a day. It could be that nigga ugly as fuck. I mean, but what 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 a man in general just find you attractive? Okay, okay, let's rewind real quick. Okay, boom. Let's let's go. Let's go back. Let's let's go back a little bit. Okay. Let me let me let me let me, let me reel that in real quick. Okay. 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 Hold on. Let's hold on, go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead, Playboy. Go ahead. As far as women, just just, just in general, with, with everybody in general, what's the first? Because I had a conversation with a young lady, and we debated. What's the first thing you go off of when you meet someone? Where she was trying to tell me, no, hold on, hold on, I get, but no, listen, listen, hold on, 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 let me, let me finish, let me finish. I'm talking about just, I'm talking about off the rip, off the top. I'm not talking about sitting down having a conversation to the point where you can have a conversation with a man and he could, you know, intrigue your mind. I'm just saying off the top. What for me? What do you first go off of? For me, it's energy, like. I'm not real big on looks, but I sense energy like when I meet somebody. I'm serious. Yes. I'm not no, I'm not being funny. No man ever believes that. Just so y'all know. Nobody no man ever believes that. But, I might not necessarily talk to him if he's ugly, but No, but it's all about energy. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna talk to everybody who have good energy, but that's the first thing that I notice. Okay, that's, that's not what that's I you. notice. First, for you. Oh, uh, I'm gonna leave though, but I'm gonna say what I'm gonna no, say. No, go, 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 go ahead. I, oh, go ahead. I think it's the approach. It depends on how you approach. If you come at me with some ignorant comments, then yes, I'm going to be immediately turned off. Whether you are absolutely the finest thing I've seen or the ugliest thing, it doesn't matter. But I got a question. Hold on, I'm gonna stop oh, you right, hold on, but before. No, hold on. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know. So, what's one of the most ignorant comments a dude ever made to y'all? Everybody's hand is like going up in here or whatever. Like, every woman has one of those, most huh? Ignorant. The most ignorant. Yo, res- yo, res- respect the mic. Respect the microphone, y'all. Respect the microphone. Hold on. We got one over there. I had there. a guy walk up to me and say, damn, and you cute too. And I'm cute. Exactly, and that was my that was my reaction. Niggas so in the house like, what's in that? What, what, what's wrong with that? <laughs> that's okay to you? No, I'm just saying. I'm joke. I'm oh, I'm oh, making okay. a joke. I'm making a joke. But that's the joke. No, I'm not gonna give you my number after. Of that. course not. I have absolutely nothing to say to you after that. Okay. Um. Oh, I was on, gonna say, I was gonna start from the beginning. The first thing I look at when I meet a guy, if he ain't opening his mouth, is his face. Like you look good, and then his shoes. Like are they clean? Is your fingernails dirty? Like I'm, I'm be honest with y'all. Looks are, you know, I for you looks wrong, are important. They not important, but I have they ugly guys because they had a good vibe, energy, and like that. But initially, if I'm out in the world and a guy see a guy, I'm like, damn, he fine. Nine times out of ten, I already thought he was fine. You know, like that's just me. Okay. But, but. Once I talk to him, like, because it's been fine, guys, but they're stupid. Exactly. They stupid. You don't want to talk to them. You know, so then that fineness go out the window. But initially, I'm looking at you like, damn, you fine. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. This, this, this exactly. is ladies' moment. So, so I know one of them, somebody got the microphone down there again. Okay. Go ahead, Jerry. 
Um, uh, he had to clear her throat. Jesus. I don't have a list, but I would like to say I work downtown. Mm. Okay. I don't know if y'all have ever spent five minutes in Tower City, but it is a complete circus in a zoo when mm. it comes to men and people downtown. We we were going to start this whole, <laughs> this video series of the people of Tower City because there are some interesting folks. So for myself, I don't speak to nobody at all. I just walk through Tower City, go get my Starbucks, go straight to work, take my walk, put my headphones on. I don't want to be bothered. And it bothers me that people feel like they're entitled to my attention. Like, I don't owe you a hello. It's okay that you think I'm pretty. I don't need to hear it. Like, I'm just not downtown. I'm not at work for that. Like, I'm just trying to enjoy life my 30 minute break, my Starbucks walk, my walk to the gym, whatever, my walk to my car, like just leave me alone. I don't owe you anything. I think that's the dear, dear men, dear men, head, headphones are a universal sign of she does not want yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. If she's wearing headphones, men, leave oh, her oh, the fuck alone. Oh, she doesn't want to be bothered. You will be surprised how many people run up on me and try to talk to me with my headphones in my ear. It is so freaking annoying. Like I am purposely ignoring you because I'm just trying to get to where I'm going because there's a lot of weird people downtown. Don't don't talk how do to I me. approach you then? Like how how do I talk to you? Like I'm if giving. I wanted to date you, how would I go about that? Because what you saying is like I don't want to be bothered. I don't nobody talk to me. At I all. don't. Like, but but how do I even try to date you though? Like how do thank you? Thank you for asking it. How Andy. do you go about that though? Thank you for asking it. Let me ask. Let, thank you. Thank you. One thing too. Another guy, guys have to consider. Women, we. Are thinking like she's a headphones i don't want to be bothered but we have to consider our safety so don't approach us like she said if i'm walking to my car i'm walking to my next destination that is the number one place do not run up on me run behind me run in front of me like don't do that we are constantly women that are aware of their surroundings we're watching where we're going who's around us don't approach us if I'm a woman too, no. but my, it's not. Don't approach me like Hold I don't on, like because y'all got the ladies talk y'all got a stream of view on like don't 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 don't. It's like how the hell we meet somebody then? Like you know what I'm saying? Like how do somebody go about talking to you, dating you? Like my thing is, I hate women that be like, no, let me finish. I hate women that be like on social media or they complain like nobody wants to talk to me. I need a guy. I can't find a man. But when they out there saying hello, you done missed your husband five times because you can't even say hello to a nigga. Like I will, I will say this because even though i have my headphones in sometimes i hear and sometimes music ain't playing most of the hellos are preceded with a damn or mm, or a whatever the case don't don't do that do not like i'm gonna just keep walking okay and i got really... a question so when you in a relationship do you want your nigga to be like damn mm, do you want my that? guy exactly. my guy but i have been out with the person who i am dating and a guy has so disrespected us like that until he your guy like but, but but hold on, but but oh. but but at the same time though, like when you, you in a relationship the though, like they they respect they the they have uh, the right to say damn. I agree you know with that. So like, but it's like, like your, no no, but I'm saying like on on the, on like on the street it shouldn't. Hold on, hold on, but hold I'm just saying on, on, on the street it shouldn't be like the opening line shouldn't be a damn. But when you in a relationship, it definitely should be a damn girl. You girl, I'm gonna bite your ass when you get home. Like, but you can't say that on the street. Like you. Got one. Okay, respect, respect the mic. You got some. 
Where we at? Where we at? Respect the microphone, yo, 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 yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, respect the microphone. Go ahead. You got some? Or you? Oh, I was just going to say that um, considering a lot of the times when we deal with the women and they are concerned about their safety, I had to, in my single days, I had to adjust the way that I approached. So, like, in those moments when they're questioning their safety, instead of saying, hey, how you doing, you ask, can I walk you to your car? Like, but see, but see, right, but see, the thing about that is nine times out of ten, and I'm just speaking from personal experience, nine times out of ten, if I asked you that, we've crossed paths before. So, like, I've grown familiar with you, and then if you allow me to walk you to your car, then naturally I can have the conversation. Yeah, so like, you are you saying if you've already encountered the woman, yeah, y'all like, spoken? Hey, how you doing? Now, in a general sense, like if I just passed you and this is our first encounter, no, <laughs> no, like, yeah. but I'm just saying, I'm just saying in like, the event, like, can I follow you home? No, can I make sure you like? Get in I'm it? saying like to her comment, can I turn your key? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm speaking to her comment where she's yeah. saying like guys are trying to approach women and they're refusing the opportunities of the approach like for a man who's used to being rejected nine times out of ten the reason why he's persistent is because he's tired of being told no so the approach is different i, w- I want to just follow that up. i'm gonna pass this right back i remember one time like i was in uh i was in hollywood i was coming out the gym and i seen a young lady like leaving the supermarket with mad bags i'm talking about mad bags and she like trying to struggle to take them to her car I'm like, yo, let me help you carry them bags. I knew Youngin. She didn't realize. She didn't realize it was me. She she bad as fuck. I ain't gonna say her name because she right, really is an right. actress. You know what I'm saying? But like, she bad as fuck, and she probably gets approached a hundred times a day. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, let me carry them bags for you. And she's like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. And, and I'm like, I said her name. I'm like, hey. So. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, she looked and said, oh shit. I'm like, nigga, give me them damn bags. Because sometimes like, all that's the, just that, that, that's being a I that's being a gentleman. But at the same so, time, like a gentleman, like even if I'm not attracted to you, even if I'm not attracted to you, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you struggle with them goddamn bags to your car, my nigga. Who, so, somebody need microphones over there. Being, I'm sorry, but being a gentleman is so rare these days. And like I, I'm, and I'm talking now. I ain't talking about back in the day when chivalry was at an all time high. I'm talking nowadays. Well, a nigga and a bitch will set you up together. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we are so cautious. Me, I'm in a relationship, and I still am, like, cautious of every little bit. I could call him and say, hey, I'm downstairs. Can you help me with these bags or whatever? I'm still watching my surroundings. I'm, I'm watching for both of us. Because, mm. I mean, dudes get set up, mm. too. But I think. <laughs> yeah, that's that Detroit shit, though. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so I got a question. Okay, come on. So what you said about men being sick and tired of being rejected so why get mad at us for rejecting you do you approach a woman you're not attracted to oftentimes yeah oftentimes yeah i think i think for me when like when i gave the example of asking to possibly walk you to your car i'm still making a distinction that i'm different than the guys that typically approach you And this is being ignored, too, because, of course, like you said, you're questioning your safety. You're taking for granted that this person could possibly be trying to make sure that you get to your car. My first time approaching somebody, if I approach somebody that I was not attracted to, um, it probably would be a reason first, like to establish whatever that reason is. 
um, let's just say I'm interested in talking to you about something in particular. Maybe you specialize in something. I'm going to say, if you don't mind, can I ask you a question? I'm and, not gonna and, and plus two, like even though the the, the chivalry and the gentlemanless, the uh, gentlemanness, I'm just making the words now, maybe does not exist all the time. But like niggas like me and you, will real life see some shit going on that we need to just, yeah. you know what I mean? Because my thing is, my thing is, a guy could a guy could see you walking behind him and hold the door for you, and just by holding the door for you, just by holding the door for you. I can just I can pass the compliment off as you're passing. You look really nice today and let you go about your business. Like I think that we should be able to We got stuff. I, see, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I see stuff out there. I know I know it's two of y'all. So I I know both y'all got a comment which are you But I think it's a big difference on a lot of stuff, man. I'm just cuz like you just said something about as far as holding the door. And, and she, she was saying that as far as men, you know, chivalry ain't like it used to be. I can't tell you how many times I've opened the door for women and they ain't they said say thank shit. you. They ain't Why? said, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. They just walk past and don't say shit. But see, I'm being, I'm, I'm holding see, the door. Don't, like a, and it ain't, hold on. And it ain't even that little, it ain't, hold on. And that, and that ain't, and, and that, real shit. And I ain't talking about open the door, let you walk through like you was right behind me. It's times that I'll be like 10 feet away and see and know you getting off the elevator and I'm there and I stand there until you come because you're a woman, you walking towards the door. But that's and they but just that's walk through the, like they But shit. that's the problem because even though even though times aren't yeah. even though times we got, we, aren't as we gotta make sure we let when you finish, we gotta right. make sure we let Jerry get in. So I'm just like fuck it then. Right. But even though <laughs> nah. even though in this day and age you say you say that it's it's totally unsafe and things are not what they used to be, I still cannot stop being a gentleman. I can't, you know what I'm saying? So, like, my thing is, if you if you say I'm not interested, I'm going to keep it pushing. But that's not going to stop me from being a gentleman. Can I walk you to your car? It's dark outside. Can I walk you to your car? You have groceries, and I see you're struggling. That's not going to stop me. Right, right, right. And I understand that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, everybody. Hold on. Remember, respect the microphone. Remember, remember. Right. Come on. But in most cases, like, I totally understand, like, women do have to defend themselves. And it's unfortunate. But, like, for me, yeah, but for me, when I ask you to walk you to your car, I'm actually trying to, one, make sure that you're safe and then also put my bid in. At the same time. So I'm walking you to your car and you can still tell me, no, I'm not interested, but thank you. All right. You have a blessed day and I keep it pushing. Okay. Let's let Jerry hop in here because I, I know just, Jerry won't hop in and I know Titan got a comment too. Subjects. I just wanted to um, follow up with um, one, most of the time when I mostly ignore people is downtown. Downtown is so unsafe. Like it's like open territory. It's open territory, and I literally I have a stalker. Like I have a person who follows me, and yeah. I don't Look know. Playboy, it ain't none of us in this room. It ain't none of us. Hey, Jerry, we got a ride on somebody on Monday. I, Shit. Like literally, I do not know this person. He follows me. The building security has gotten involved. There. There is a case pending. I am dead serious, like for this that's person. Crazy. Who ah, damn. Yeah, that's crazy. No, that's crazy. That's <laughs> like I've never said a word to them ever. I don't know this guy, but he follows me. So I will say a lot of the times it's like my safety, and I just 
Mm-hmm. I'm just not the type of person who talks to strangers. Like, I just like to go on about my business. But I will say it's okay to approach me. Like, I get approached a lot in Target, at Walmart, at Whole Foods. Like, Target, yeah, I'm always at Target. So, everybody like, well, Target, yeah. yeah. If, if you're ever in Target and you see a, a real pretty young lady, ask if you can buy her a scented candle. <laughs> So I, I feel like there are there is a time and place to approach women. And when we are out on the street by ourselves, like I don't understand like why men can't comprehend that. Because 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 that's all right. Come on. Come on, Titan. Come on, Titan. Go ahead. Go ahead. Answer that. OK. All right. Y'all been talking about safety and everything. I, I completely understand that. But at the same time, y'all do want a man to come at y'all no matter what, whatever the situation is, if that nigga. If you the person that I'm supposed to be looking into and I'm supposed to be interested in you, ain't shit holding me back. Nothing. And it's like, oh, well, and it, if, you, if you have that conversation a little bit after, well, I saw you walking by yourself, so I didn't come over there to talk to you, so I just kept going on. I, didn't, I was worried about your safety. You're going to be upset. Exactly. So, again, yeah. So if it's a situation, like I say, if we walk in in a dark-ass alley, I ain't going to be like, hey, you want me to walk with you real quick? Like, <laughs> I ain't going to do that. But at the same, yeah. Hey, you, you about walking by yourself. You know, the cute one with the fat ass. You, you, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Right. But at the same time, it's, y- y'all do want a, an approach, okay. like you said. But at the same time, yeah, you, 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 y'all do want a little bit of that aggressiveness. And I don't okay. care if you had your earphones on. I'm a, just like you were saying, I'm going to go ahead and try to get in that view. Mm-hmm. Oh, she she looked. Oh, she gave me a double look. I got her. I'm got going. Her. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Okay. 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 Let me do it. Let me do it. You got to put the because, hook in the water. Because, because. Throw the hook out there. You might get a nibble. I want to keep this moving a little bit because we, we, the recorded part, I don't know how much longer we're going to do it, but I want to ask the ladies too, when is a compliment not a compliment? Because y'all talking about that, you no. Know, when y'all talk, hey. uh, everybody hey. said the same thing with that, that ass or whatever. Just real quick, because y'all, y'all like, all right, because y'all like, all right. If 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 a if if a comment is if a comment is preceded with damn, y'all saying that's not that makes y'all feel some kind of way. So when is a compliment not a compliment? I feel like every man should listen to change the subject, episode motherfucking one. His show, the completion yeah. of a yeah. compliment because yeah. we had a great conversation he did. about this. He did, he really like, did. Real shit, like that. That, like I remember, Murph said, "B, you might should have held that episode because that was the like you shouldn't have put that out first because mm. I don't know if you're gonna top that one." Mm. And I'm not just saying that because I was on it, but that shit was not, mm. not. But 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 all bullshit yeah. aside, but all serious. bullshit. It was for. Yeah, it was four completely different personalities in the room having a conversation about how do you complete the compliment. And that's why I salute BJ all the time because BJ got probably 27 pages worth of topics in his motherfucking phone. In his head. Man. (laughs) He got 27 pages that he wrote down. He got 237 and he ain't wrote down yet. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it was really a great question. And I remember, like, while we was having the conversation, like, to your point, I even, like, kind of amended the question. I said, like, how do you even start the compliment? Because, like, a woman might be fearing for her safety or a woman might be downtown where she don't feel like getting bothered. You know what I'm saying? Or a woman might be ready to get out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I wish a nigga would just, like, cop. Like, I so wore these again. motherfuckers, get them girl boots and shit. Like, they ain't nobody saying yeah. nothing about these motherfuckers. <laughs> so, 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 again, and, so and, again and, it's for the ladies. It's and, like, yeah. and as a man, as a man, I, as much as we want to respect y'all's 
uh, sanctity of, of, of being a woman and worrying about your safety and worrying about the fact that you've been hollered at a hundred times and worried about that you like, I wish y'all would respect the fact that it takes a lot of courage to even to approach, really, to even make that damn approach. Like real shit. Damn. Hold on, hold on. I wish y'all yeah. would respect yeah. the you, fact. You, let me explain I wish something. Yeah, hold on. Let me finish up and then I'm going to get ahead, right to ahead. you. I wish y'all would respect the fact that it really does take a lot of courage for a gentleman to say, damn, I really like that little green blouse, man. Accent shies. Like, I didn't give you a bullshit compliment. I paid attention to what the fuck you, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, and then uh, you might be like, mm. And that'll fuck with us. It really does. And then that's when we be like, all right, bitch. Okay, cool. And you know, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and yeah. right. And, and I'm not saying that's the right response, but at the same time, like we went when we also got to look at the era that we came up in. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of our you know what I mean a lot of our fathers weren't around, so we might not have been educated on how to compliment a woman. You know, right? So uh, give it to Playboy one time. Yeah, I was just gonna say, <laughs> you talking to the king and like. Don't approach. Don't don't know that don't approach women. Yeah, I ain't. I've we, never. Hold on, hold on. We had. I've no, never, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We had this hold, conversation. How, how often do we have this conversation? I've never in my life we ever went up to a woman and said, "Hey, I like you. I would like to take you out." I love it because it take all the pressure off of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love for most a woman, most men love the, that. The biggest thing most men love. That. You would see a different type of. You would see a different type of man. If you actually come out as a woman and you feeling somebody and be like, you know what, I'm feeling you. Me? Like, like for me personally? All of. Respect. Hold on. Hold on. Microphone. Microphone. Everybody. Microphone. Microphone. Somebody got to get the microphone. They gonna talk. Whoever gonna talk. Oh yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like, for me personally, I mean, now do y'all look at? Is, is, that, is that unattractive to y'all as a, wim, a woman? Is that like a is that question of man's confidence? If he say, look, I don't really, like it's me, like I said, me personally, I don't really like holler at women. Like I don't, I really don't go up to women and say, you know, spark a confidence. It's different people that got the gift of gab. I ain't one of them niggas. I'm the nigga that know how to take it from after that. You get what I'm saying? Once, once I know what's going on, I can take it from there. But yeah. Man, but ain't nothing better than the hunt. Nothing better than the hunt. Nothing better than that. And you, oh, oh. Zzz. Oh, you don't want it? Okay. Zzz. Oh, you don't want it? Oh, you want it a little bit more? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. 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 Tight. Hey. Tight. Hey. 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 Hey.
No, I disagree with that. The friends have to at least respect you. Like you have to, uh, like you, you have to approach with some. T- that's why I don't hang out with light skinned motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> anyway, but like, I think the friends have to at least respect your approach. They don't have to like you, but they have to respect your approach. But my, my I don't feel like my friends have any say so in what I do, how I do it, and when I do it. Period. Point blank. If I like you, I like you, and that's just the bottom line. It's just, okay, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. Because I might like not like what you doing or how you doing or whatever, but I respect you as a friend, right. and I'm going to let you move how you move, and I feel like that's the true definition of a friendship. Like, I might not like your boyfriend, your husband, or whatever, but at the end of the day, whatever makes you happy, I'm happy for you, and I'm, I respect that. But you're not going to tell me what I'm going to do with my life, how you like this person I meet, or whatever the case may be. That's not that's not the case. Hold on. Go, go, uh, we got BJ. I don't care. We got BJ. Hold on. I move how I move, and I do what I do, and you're going to do what you want to do. We have lives out here, and we're going to live our lives to whatever we want to live it out to. I'm not living my life for everybody else. I'm living my life for me at the end of the day. So I might not you're talk to. You're a very progressive woman. Not every woman is, is as progressive as you are. I might not live the life that you see for me or might think that I have in front of me, but I'm living my life and I'm living it to the point that I want to live it. You might not approve one of the moves that I make as an individual, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all because this is my life and I'm going to do what I want to do. A friend's going to be there and stick through all your stuff. I might make messed up decisions all day, every day. But as a friend, you're going to sit there and be like, all right, you're going to get this stuff together. <laughs> you're going to whatever. And we're going to move along. You're not going to tell me you shouldn't, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. that. That's not a friend to me. That's it, why I have one friend. On your friends, on your one. Friend. Go ahead. When I think about what she's <laughs> saying, usually when, like when I approach, if I ever decide to approach a woman in any type of way, I usually have been kind of like eyeballing this particular person for a few days before I even thought to address her. So nine times out of ten, like based on her conversation, if I just decided to approach a woman like her, I would just simply ask her, are you available for me to get to know you? She has a story. You know what I'm saying? Like she's talking about making certain decisions she she gonna make her decisions whether you like them or not. Like it's something behind the things that she's saying. Now, if a person, if you walk up on a woman and she's drinking coffee and she in her own world, and you want to pass on the compliment, talk directly to what it is that you see that looks nice versus talking about her body directly. You can compliment her without making any references to her curves. And she'll still know that you looking. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that right. sometimes when you do that, it makes her safer to flirt with you. That's real. Flirt back. You know what I'm so, saying? Like, you don't have to be like, damn girl. You can say you really look nice in that green blouse. I think that color looks nice on you. Right. You know. So so this goes back to my original question. And the recorded part of this, we're gonna be shutting off soon. The recorded part. We can talk as long as we wanna talk. <laughs> um, yeah, we could we could we could talk as long as we want to talk, and actually we can keep recording as much as we want to record. But we try to do everything right, you know, that we could put out there. But um, goes back to the original question of when it's a compliment, 
not a compliment for a woman. Like I honestly, I don't think a compliment. I don't. Think I mean, I, 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 I'll just I'm, no. Go ahead. Like when you think about a compliment, I don't think a compliment is a reference to her body at all. Like that's not a compliment. Microphone, hold on. Respect the microphone. Somebody grab a microphone. Somebody it's, say something. I kind of a disagree. <laughs> MTV, MTV, hold on, hold. Wait a minute. Hold. Hold, respect the microphone. Somebody got a point. Somebody pass the mic over there. And I, I would never, I would never step on BJ toes. I apologize for that. And I apologize to Brainstorm. My bad. But I disagree that you cannot compliment the body because the eyes are a part of the body. The lips are a part of the body. The smile is a part of the body. You can. No, right. no, 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 no. But it's only certain. No, no, no but I'm saying like you can't be like, damn, that fat ass looks nice. But damn, them titties looking like, good. It's but only say, it's only certain parts of the body that you can actually okay. talk That's about. That's what I was gonna say. It's it's only certain parts. No, 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 no. Listen, I think first of all, what BJ was referencing to was the breasts and the ass. But body, okay, because body, like curves, like don't talk about my thighs. Don't no, talk about my but breasts, it's, my, it's certain parts. It's but only on. certain parts of the body that you can actually compliment without it being offensive. My mouth is not it. Don't talk about the way you think my lips look, because in my mind, you think it negative and you think it nasty. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of niggas in the room right now just looked at each other like, well, <laughs> I started to do the cabbage patch, nigga. Hold on, hold on. Yo, so. Come on, come on. Go. No, so like you were saying, you said you, you've you been watching this chick or, or whatever before you came to compliment her. Uh-huh. What if I know she's been working out all this time and she's been getting her body together? So, no, it's not. No, it's not. The we setting, again, the so- setting, of course, if you're saying this, if you're saying this. Are you going to respect the mic or are you going to respect the mic? (laughs) All right. Let me keep on going. (laughs) So like I said, again, and I I, I agree with you because, like I said, when we were at uh, Potapalooza, man, you killed it. And I was sitting there checking myself like, oh, I've been giving, I ain't been giving these chicks compliments and stuff. So I, 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 I feel you. But at the same time, I do believe, just like you said, if I'm, if I'm feeling the chick, I'm a little, you know, scared to go talk to her and, you know, Get, get my rap on with her or whatever. I sit back and chill. But I'm watching her and I'm seeing her go work out and she losing weight. Like, you know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, I see that you've been moving. You've been getting your stuff together. You lost a little bit of weight. Them curves is doing this, this, that, and the other. But again, I may not even come at you like, hey, this is the situation where I'm coming at you. But at the same time, I can still tell you that you look nice. I can still say that, that you... But the setting, the setting is already in place for you to give that compliment. How is it in place? How because is it in place? Be- nobody said anything about a gym. Like when you nobody ask, said when you anything ask about a, a person, how how is a compliment? Because he said he was watching. Right now, I'm watching you at the gym. You and I both. Right. Thank you. If you ain't stalking, you ain't trying. <laughs> but he right though. He he right. Right. But like the way that you're saying it is, it's already in place for you to give the compliment because one, you two are working on your personal physique. So no, you no, saying, no. See, I so said you nothing saying, about the gym. No, I, and that's no where you said that keeps, you see her working out. I seen her working out. You seen. You might see her in Starbucks. Yeah, right, right. I, I've, and that's why I just said. You ain't trying. Right. So I'm watching her go do her thing. 
and I said I was I, I wasn't at the point where I wanted to be I was ready for my courage to just be like you know what I like you this is that and the other so maybe we just kind of had a little conversation wherever it was at again I'm watching you I don't oh she done lost about 10 pounds or whatever that them curves looking real nice right about now I'm gonna say something but about. see look how you cock your neck to the side and like they reading that shit mm -hmm. like they reading yeah. that yeah but the way he just set it up too you while you watching and you noticing that she's losing 10 pounds to me that sounds like you've had multiple interactions with her right. so you've built a rapport with her how is that not how do you how do you compliment okay, right. somebody I, I can see you several times and not necessarily interact with you i can see you and not interact with you yes it's possible okay all right this this is what we're about to do. This is what we're about to do because, yeah, we about we about to end the recording part. Ain't nobody respecting the mic. Yeah, we we about to end the recording part. It is. Everybody we, got on the side. Yeah, and that's and that's what we do. Uh, so very quickly, let me just say this for the sake of the recording. Um, thank all everybody that's in the room right now. Thank you to people that's not even here right now for um for just talking and uh, letting us do this. It'll be a bonus episode. It'll be out, I guess, on Thursday of this week because I ain't gonna want to fucking edit two shows. Yeah, I ain't gonna want to edit two shows this week. Um, so we'll put this out on Thursday. But thank y'all. We're gonna keep this conversation going. If you was not here for Ohio State and Michigan this this year, fuck um, Ohio. Fuck Ohio. As a staff, record label, and as a motherfucking crew. And if you were down Ohio, fuck um, you too. Akron, <laughs> fuck you too. Youngstown. Oh, we don't fuck with fuck Akron. You too. We don't we don't fuck with Akron then. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. That's her pain talking. Real talk. Hey, let me let me do one thing real quick because because since we didn't right. do it downtown, since this is actually a bonus, whatever. Playboy, just speak something real quick because this is something we've been doing for three. Real quick, and then we'll we get out of here. Because you you said you was about to say something. It's like you was about to say something. Just I, no, I was just whatever's on your talking. mind to say real quick. Uh, and we out. Shit. Uh, it's Playboy the DJ. Playboy D A DJ. Uh, thank you everybody for making this a memorable uh, week period, man. A lot of people did a lot of special things for me for my birthday. Um, family came through for DMST. We appreciate y'all's support, man, from all over. Like I said, my people from Detroit, Cali, you know what I'm saying, Cleveland people, we appreciate what's all y'all. I just love all y'all, man, for real. That's what's up. So we still got bottles in the kitchen still. So everybody feel free to pour. We about to keep this conversation going. Veronica's probably going to sing in a second. Um, uh, so... Thank y'all. We appreciate it, y'all. Trust me, it's it's love, BJ. It's love. You know, it's it's trust me, it's all love. So we gonna end this part here. Let's keep this conversation going, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>